Blog Talk Radio. Inevitable. 
So how do we change by choice? I think that's a part of what we really want to look at tonight, not just so much change the changes that are thrust upon us if we actually choose not to change by choice because since change is inevitable then change will come our way and um i think one of the interesting things about the uh the topic in general is that perhaps if we're embracing an attitude of change, if we're embracing um, change by choice, then there is uh, some possibility that um, we uh, will not necessarily have to have change thrust upon us. Since it's inevitable, um, if we uh, you know, change by choice, then perhaps we don't have to go through the kinds of things that happen to us that force change upon us. I mean, there's tons of examples. Some of the easiest ones come up about health, um, you know, but it could just be about uh, job performance and things like that. If we make a change, let's say in a personal habit, uh, then we can possibly uh, eliminate the universe's need to force the change upon us if, say, we were to become ill from uh, a habitual thing that actually was destructive. It's just one example of, of, it was just really part of actually the very first thinking that I had done about this is that we must really want to make change. And I think we have to see beyond to the benefit of the change we're going to make. Because some people might say like, oh, like, you know, quit smoking or lose 20 pounds. You know, yeah, it would be great to do it, but I must really want to make that change. No, I don't really want to make that change, you know, like, except that you would want to make that change if there were a more serious consequence, right? So it's really being able to be visionary. Part of the energy for change, it's, it's I think, one of the very first things that that I wanted to bring up, even though it ended up being the um, the the synthesis of a lot of thinking that I had done about this, is <clears throat> that you have to have a certain kind of vision for what are the consequences of the change that you want to make, and what are the consequences of not making, uh, you know, those changes, and that's possibly how you can get some of the desire to make the change. So since there's a very, um, that first step, you must want to make the change, even though change is inevitable. And um, that's what I think is so fascinating about the whole topic, is that once we really embrace the fact that a visionary picture uh, of where it is that we're headed and um, what it is that, why it is, why it is that we actually want to make the change um, that, you know, we feel compelled to make, then I think it becomes easier to find the energy. Energy is something that we as individuals have a, a capacity uh, for, uh, definitely. I, I do believe that you know, there's more energy in us when we're very, very young. If you see little children, they run around crazy. And as we get older, the energy becomes, you know, uh, more uh, reserved, let's just say. And, um, you know, it's because there's a, a an arc for for growth. And so if energy goes along with growth, obviously as a child, you're growing a lot. And then as you get older, you're not growing as much. 
So um, energy comes from growth. It's why I always recommend inner growth as we get older, because inner growth creates inner change, and inner change creates energy. So you want to feel more energetic, then don't be stagnant in your inner growth. So what I was saying about uh, change was that it requires energy at some level. You have to be able to draw it up. And it's a little bit easier to do when you're younger because it's a little bit easier to find it because actually when we're younger, there's an excess. And uh, one of the things that happens is, is that socially, change is built into our childhood. You know, change is is kind of built into our childhood. We, um, you know, grow, we crawl, we walk, we go to school, uh, we graduate from school, maybe we get a job, etc. And so some of the things that we might take upon ourselves, in other words, the, the, the uh, change by choice, doesn't really occur until we're a bit older. You know, do we want to get married? Even sometimes those changes in our lives are made by other people. Do we want to have children? Um, when we start making those changes by choice, then I think we have uh, a real opportunity for it, for change and growth at a level that's the most suitable for kind of expanding our soul. I know it's the the big overriding topic of all of my shows is about soul growth because whether that's happening with a relationship, somebody that we want to have a relationship with, or whether that's happening uh, simply by that you want to quit smoking or you want to make some kind of change. I know I'm using that example. Many, many, many years ago, I was a smoker, and it was it, I, I, I thought to myself, where did I find the energy to make that change? And some of some of the thoughts revolved around perseverance, and I want to talk about that, like how do we persevere when a change is important to us, we come back to it over and over again, even if we don't necessarily succeed with the change the first time. And uh, when it's important, we revisit it. We keep coming around. But I'm not quite ready to leave where I opened the show, which was that um, that you really must want to have change. Uh, you really must want to make the change, and and even though change is inevitable. So what we want to do is we want to make the changes by choice rather than have the changes thrust upon us. So this is a call-in show, and anyone who'd like to call in and chat with me can call me at 213-943-3395. I'd love to hear from you. Um, perseverance. Uh, I think it's really one of the big topics, obviously, in being able to find the energy to make change, right? If we if we wanted to be able to, um, you know, uh, climb a mountain, and we never had climbed a mountain before, and that would be something that would be a change in our lives, right? We, so anytime we embrace something new, it's a change. You, we would have to persevere because along the way we'd be, we would be challenged to give up. And I think that that's a part of what's really interesting about the energy to create change is that change never really happens quickly, not necessarily valuable change, right? Valuable change happens slowly over time. We see it in nature that lasting change normally takes time to create and that we have to be able to overcome the inertia 
There's an inertia, which means not movement, right? There's a force that makes us not want to move, not want to change. And we have to be able to overcome that force by perseverance. So we have to continue to say, oh, you know what? I really do want that change. I really do want that change. I really do want that change. Perseverance. In the tarot, it's the nine of wands. And it's interesting because it's the guy standing there with a bandaged head. And he's got, you know, like he's he's leaning on one of the staffs, one of the wands. And um, it's just like saying that perseverance is our ability to remain standing even in the face of what it is that we want to change because the process along the way is not easy. We're going to get challenged by the change. And I say that anything, you know, worth, uh, you know, worth something is going to have its price, you know. And a lot of times that price is... uh, pain that we might experience along the way it could be any example we could say quitting smoking it's a painful thing you know you have to uh, go through whatever you know you uncover in your inner psyche you have to go uh, undergo the resistance and the temptation to go back to it and there's some physical pain some psychological pain it's like that if you want to create a change and go back to school as an older person, it's not easy to go back to school. It's like that if you want to make a personal habitual change. It's like that if you want to be partnered with someone and go from being single to being uh, married, let's say. If you really had that desire and you know you were out there in the world and you were honest about what that was going to take, it wouldn't just look like some you know, fun, fun, woohoo, romantic vision, you'd really have your head wrapped around that it would be a change. You would be going from, you know, single to married, and that that would be, um, you know, would have its challenges, and that you would have to persevere through, you know, all of the frogs that you would have to meet and kiss, so to speak. Um, and, um, And then once you did meet your prince or princess, you would have to deal with, their uh, flaws you'd have to accept them and all of that is the work and perseverance that it takes to create the change so perseverance is a big part of the energy a big part of the energy um that um it that it's going to take because you know you have to recognize that change has it undergoes sort of peaks and valleys nothing that ever changes is a linear change we don't just say okay i'm going to start at this spot and then I'm going to end up at this spot, and there's just linear growth where we go from one spot to another. And even when you're climbing a mountain, it's one of my favorite things to do is uh, mountain hiking and going to, um, you know, sort of high destination peaks. Not rock climbing, so to speak, but really hiking, you know, with um, with with hiking poles because sometimes the they're steep or slippery. Um, you get a lot of shale at the top, but And that's actually as you're reaching your goal and the energy that you have to put out to reach it. But the point is that even when you're on that kind of a a hike, you know, you don't just go up, up, up to get to the top. 
you go up and down. And even when you're near the top, you might find that you end up going downhill a little bit, even before you reach the top. Maybe there's a little dip in it before it goes up again. And it's a very interesting process because you, you say, like, okay, so the energy is um, is about also recognizing that there are peaks and valleys in the change. Some of that could be positive. Some of it could be a time where you um, – some of those valleys could be a time where you can rest a little bit or gain energy from um, from going downhill, you know, so to speak. Okay, some of it could be a place where you feel like you're, um, you know, going backwards, where it's like, oh wow, I really want to reach that goal, and yet the valley feels like a place where. Um, it's not really recharging me, but it's it's uh, it feels like I'm going backwards because I'm not going up, I'm not climbing. Um, so, yeah, I'm just thinking about that, Jay. Um, right, the wanting, right? I get it. So, yeah, the change that you want, the change that you want. Yeah, I understand that, but also we still need to be able to look at our desires. Not so much in an affirmation of wanting, but something that we'd actually like to create in our lives. So if you say, this is the change that I would like to make, um, you actually do want to make that change. I think that's maybe a little bit of an important distinction there because there are a lot of words that we use in affirmations that I understand. You know, you can't say, I will make that change or I want to make that change, but yet I'm thinking of it more in terms of um, desire, that the, a, a, a want, a desire, that you have to be able to look to find uh, the changes that we want have to come from some kind of a passionate place. And the the show topic originally came from, you know, usually from a place from the previous week often in the conversations that we're having. And um, I feel like, yes, it's about the desire to create. But, but in common language, we do call that a wanting. And, um, and I, I think it's important to recognize that, that, that that's a very good point. If all we do is want something to happen, then all we get is the wanting, okay? But, um, but in the way that I was talking about wanting to make a change, I wasn't talking about affirming it in that way. I was saying we have to want it. It has to be something that we really desire to bring into our reality in order to be able to find the energy to make it happen. That's how we make change by choice. And um, perseverance is the continuous effort that we'll put into something because it's worth acquiring uh, it's worth creating the change. I, I I like that card, the Nine of Wands. It's it's often kind of a hard card to look at because yeah, the guy's got a bandaged head, <laughs> but it's only because he's going. You know, he's standing up and he he's he's shown the wounds of his effort, um, and 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 that's also a part of the energy. Is how do we keep standing up? 
how do we keep going back to the situation and say, no, I'm going to make this change? I mean, I understand it from a lot of different levels because there are a lot of changes that I would like to make, that I want to make. And, um, and I make them by not giving up, by saying, you know, I'm going to persevere. If you find that that you do give up on something that you would like to change, chances are you really don't want to change it that much. And chances are it's not really that important to you. So maybe, again, you need to be more visionary about what it is that you'd like to change because if it has to do with, say, losing 20 pounds and, you know, when you turn 60 and you're still carrying that 20 pounds, some doctor tells you, like, you better lose 20 pounds, well, then maybe you'll make the change then. But if you have a visionary look on your life and what it is that needs to be changed, then perhaps you can kind of pierce into that and you can say, oh, you know, I can see in a visionary way what my life is going to require for me to change. Of course, there's always steps along the way. We don't have to, uh, you know, embrace everything all at once. And I think it's definitely good to put things in a specific order. In other words, to say, you know what, there are changes that I'd like to make. I think when I was in my 20s, I confronted this quite strongly. You, know, you look around and you're like, okay, I want to do this, 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 and then all of a sudden you're overwhelmed. There isn't any way to be able to persevere if the list of things that you might like to change is long and you become conscious of all of them. And so one of the things that you want to do is not dissipate your energy. It's another um uh, secret actually to the energy for change is that you want to be able to focus it very much like uh, a laser and that that um that 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 um that 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 energy to say like okay i am focused on this particular change and that's the, that's the change that i'm going to make first that's the change that i'm going to focus on now is about directing your energy for change at a specific outcome, at a specific um, uh, point in your life that you would like to see have a shift, right? Change is all about shifting. In astrology, we call it transitions. When somebody's going through a transit, right, or having a transit, they're really going through a transition in their life, and that's what change is. Change is a transition at some level from one form to another, and it's a given of life. The actual change card in the tarot is the two of discs. It's the guy that's juggling, and he's, like, standing on one foot, and he's juggling two balls. And in the background, there's these huge waves and, like, this boat that's going up and down in the waves. And that's that's a part of that what I was talking about before, about the peaks and valleys, because that card, in its own spiritual wisdom, it's a Jupiter card, so it says that change always comes for the better, that change is, is, is directed in some way by uh, improved conditions. You know, we always want to think of a change in, in that way, that changes, changes for the better. But it does say that a lot of times change is, um, you know, not easy, that it requires a great deal of balance, that it requires a great deal of focus. You know, if you're standing on one foot and you're juggling, and that's the idea of change, or that's the idea of creating change, that's why it's so easy to actually fall off of a program for change, is that you have to be able to maintain that focus 
and be steady and true to the thing that you would like to see different, become different, the thing that you would like to have a transition in. There's lots of, um, you know, uh, things that people would like to change, that people want to change. And um, I I think that um, all of them fundamentally have the same uh, inner principle behind the energy is that the change in the outer has to occur from a change in the inner if you want to be um, more successful if you want to have uh, let's say more money or something like that if that's the change that you want and now you know that you're going to have to persevere and you're going to choose to make that change it's got to happen as something coming from the inner, your inner life first. It isn't just a question of um, having more money or something like that just manifest in the outer. You have to first begin to look at what is it in my life that keeps me in the financial situation that I'm in? What quality in, <coughs> sorry, in my own character might I take a look at so that I could create the outer change that I would like to see happen. I think that's actually very important, is recognizing that the outer is always a reflection of the inner, and so the energy to change has to be the energy to change something on the inside, which is one reason why it's so uh, costly, energetically costly to do because if you think about you know the way we are in our youth or especially if we're like little babies we're changing all the time you know a little kid could fall down and start crying and the next thing that they turn over and someone goes you know do 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 and they're laughing at you that's change right there and it's because they're not so set in their beliefs or their ways and connects again to as we get older what is our capacity to change a certain ingrained personality characteristic or a way of behaving that we've become comfortable with you know you don't i don't think that anyone just goes out and has a successful time of quitting smoking or drinking or um you know anything habitual or or any kind of behavior let's say you would like to change have a better relationship with your parents or a better relationship with your children the change has got to come from the inside and interestingly, that does usually require a lot of energy and a lot of effort. You look in a visionary way at your life in the future, and then you see why it is that you want to make that change. Um, it might be easy to dismiss certain individuals in our lives when we're younger, but it's definitely not as we get older because we realize that those are the important people in our lives. So if we need to change those relationships so that they're improved or better, then it's always going to be worth the effort. Um, I think that that the idea of change is so important because it's the constant thing. That's the other thing that that card says, the two of discs. It says the only constant thing is change. It's like some kind of a Zen uh, concept, right? That nothing is constant. Everything is in a state of change. Relationships grow apart if they don't change together, right? Businesses 
um, don't succeed if they don't change with the times. Everything needs to grow and expand because it's the nature of the universe. And so when we embrace change, when we say, you know, okay, I see, I, I need to make a change in this thing. The inner voice is saying that to you. Wouldn't you like to? Don't you think you should? You know, and, and you're dealing with that kind of uh, conversation with yourself on the inside. And you're like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I have enough energy for that. And this and that. And we talked last week about how, you know, what it requires to create a successful experience. All of those things are a part of the change that we uh, want that we're talking about today. Like if we want to make this change, we're going to have to bring those principles of success into the matter, but we're also going to have to recognize that the energy comes from perseverance and a desire to confront something on the inside of us. Sort of dynamic in its own way, because I think uh, if we um, if we recognize that that's where the energy comes from, from our our personal desire to see this change happen, then we can take responsibility for it. I think when I was um, you know in my late thirties, I remember being in New York. I was living there. I was walking the dog down to the down to the river for a walk or something, and I remember like sitting on, you know, just leaning against something along the way, and it kind of like startled me. I was like, why are you leaning on this thing, you know, and I was saying to myself, oh, I feel tired. I was like, you feel tired. You know, like since when do you feel tired? You can't walk the dog all the way down to the, you know, five blocks and back or whatever without leaning on a phone booth or whatever it was. And I was like, you know, you're really going to have to examine that, that as we get older, that the that, that feeling of inertia and that desire to just become even more uh, comfortable with where we are and, um, uh, you know, just be in that comfortable place becomes even stronger and we need to be able to overcome that inertia that's the opposite of change yet like i said it still happens change can be thrust upon us it's one of the principles um of uh, in astrology of uranus the planet uranus is that it it cre- it takes stagnation or anywhere where we've been in a rut in our lives and it shakes us up and it creates change. I am Dr. Craig Martin, and you're listening to Inside Connection Radio on Blog Talk Radio. You can find me on Twitter as Astro Healer, on Facebook as Dr. Craig, and on the Internet as LAHealer.com. I always want to thank my live listeners for being with me tonight and also for the ever-increasing number of people who are checking us out in the archives. I am very flattered by that, always. And um, when when Blog Talk sends me my weekly thing, it's, I'm always like, wow, it's awesome that there are so many people who are really uh, tuned in and interested to listen to just some spiritual wisdom and, and my ramblings and whatever it is that I can offer to you in the mini-readings that I provide here. So remember, there's free mini-readings here on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. And um, the um, and the call-in number is 213-943-3395. So 
uh, please take advantage of that if you like to. So we'll talk a little bit more about change, but I think I'm going to take a little break from talking and um, play for us tune. Um, looking at my playlist, and I think we're going to go with. Definitely, Sarah McLaughlin's Bring on the Wonder. I'll see you in a couple of minutes. Often they're 
they're behavioral. It's not always, uh, you know, a change that I want to make in, say, my physical reality, although I have done that. You know, you say you want to move, let's say, or that's a change. And um, that requires a tremendous amount of energy that you have to bring up because you really have to want it to make it happen. And again, no matter what kind of move, no matter what kind of change, there's always going to be some obstacle that you're going to confront along the way. And um, it's really fantastic to be able to see yourself push through those obstacles, to push through those limits. And that's another reason why that change card um, is a Jupiter card, because Jupiter is always asking us to go beyond where we would normally uh, place a limit upon ourselves. Let me bring uh, Mary Lou on the line and uh, say hello. Mary Lou, hi, you're on the Inside Connection. Hello, how are you tonight? I'm good, actually. It's been really good. This is a beautiful day here, and um turns out that I took the day off, which I don't normally do, but I'm going to work on Friday this week. So I'll be working tomorrow, uh, which I don't usually do. Normally that's the day when I spend the day with uh, with my son. And um, uh, but, but it just turned out that I ended up doing that this week on a Thursday because of certain family obligations that are going to be happening over the weekend. So uh, it was a great day. It was really a busy day, and by 7 o'clock, uh, he was fast asleep because he had done so much today. <laughs> oh, lucky you. How yeah. Old yeah, How change old? makes us tired. <laughs> How old <are> you? <laughs> you know, like, if you, you could see it even in, like a, like, a little kid like that, right? Like, change, all the new things, all the new change made him tired. He really needed to go to sleep you know, on the early side of his bedtime hour. And um, and that's because it requires so much energy. I think when I when I go through change, like last year we moved, and, I, you know, there was so much going on and so many, so much, you know, movers and this and that. And I can remember getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning just because I was like, uh, Home Depot is open, 5 o'clock in the morning, i got to go. <laughs> you know. But uh, but after we finally moved yeah. in, I, I feel like I slept for two weeks, you know, because the energy that gets expended in order to be able to create the change um, co- comes again from that desire. And uh, But it does definitely makes me tired. I had asked you in the chat room if you were working on making any changes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what are you working on? Uh well one thing, um all of my equipment is failing me. Like everything I own is breaking. So appliances? No, I, I'm a photographer, so my camera uh. was, my lights are broken, my printer was broken. It's like seriously, I'm a photographer. Can't the camera focus? It it should focus. You would right. think. So, and they only last so long, right? It's brand new. These things are brand new. They should work. Oh, that sucks. It's like I'm having my own personal Mercury retrograde, just for me. Aw. And uh, I sent my kids to, um, they're in track two days a week, and they're in soccer three days a week, and they got a new coach at track tonight, and this guy worked them out, so I had two whiny, 
whiny, whiny, whiny kids throwing tantrums all the way trying to make them go to bed. It was, and it's, yeah. And I was thinking, usually when I see you on Thursday nights, I'm having a meltdown, but this this week's really not that bad. Smart <laughs> <laughs> the weekend um, be better. Right. So, what are you working on? What kind of change are you working on? I I'm working on business. I'm working on house. I'm working on parenting. I'm trying to do better at everything. Right. And it's right. all clobbering me back in the head. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we were talking about. It's like always you're going to encounter an obstacle. So if your equipment breaks, if all of your equipment seems to not be working, what is that obstacle? Where is it coming from? How how much effort do you have to put out to push through? I you know, have it's to a sell two cameras back to the manufacturer today. I I am a photographer who does not have a camera until they FedEx me out one. Right, I understand that too. I understand that. Yeah, I had a I had brand new printer go down on my uh, on my uh, system, and I do a lot of printing and I print charts for clients. A brand new printer, and I had to call and have them send a new one. But you, but that's about the perseverance, you know. And it's about saying, okay, I guess I'm not supposed to be taking photographs right now until I get the new camera. So in going with the flow and whatever change it is that needs to be made, you get an opportunity to examine something else. Maybe it's the focus goes towards parenting or or one of the other things that you said you want to be able to work on. I feel like um, that that you know that energy to change is also really a big part of time management. You know, which is which is a great um, I think a great struggle for a lot of people is is how do you know how to compartmentalize this energy that we all have so that I can make the change as a parent, I can make the change in my business, I can make the change in my personal habits, I can make the change in my residence, or um, and then on top of it I can really take a look at some part of my personality um, and make a change with my partner um so that we can keep growing together it's a lot and um that changing hat the ch- those changing hats that you have to put on they all require a, like a a focus of a certain amount of energy so i think okay. a lot of people are trying to figure out how to manage that yeah i heard someone on blog talk this week say this the seventh law of karma is the law of focus and that you cannot focus on two things at the same time right how in the heck can you run a business, be a parent, and do all these other things all at the same time and focus on only one thing at a time? Right, right. But but you can. It's about it's about saying like, okay, well the kids are in school or wherever they are and I mean if you're a full time parent all the time and no one's helping you, then no, there isn't much else that you can focus on except your kids. I mean, you know, like, I don't get much business done if I'm home with him, maybe a little if he's taking a nap. So, yeah, your focus is always on parenting, parenting, and you have to have the energy there. And the change is always, how can I do this better? How can I figure this out better? What can I do? When he takes a nap or when I do have someone here helping me or on a day where it's, you know, like someone else is actually here, 
and I'm focused on my business or, you know, then then all of a sudden the focus goes back to the business. And that's what I was saying about changing focus is, yeah, you cannot focus on the two things at once, but your focus can shift from one thing to the other. It's almost like um, it's almost like going to different classes in school where you go like, okay, you have an hour to go to English, then you have an hour to go to PE, then you have an hour to go back to, you know, math or whatever. And so you can't do English and math at the same time. You can't study them at the same time. Not exactly. You can shift from one to the other and change your focus. I think that's definitely another part of the um, – you know, the secret to managing the energy for change is that, yeah, if all you had to do was lose 20 pounds, that was it. If you had enough money and you didn't have to worry about the kids and all you need to do is go to a spa, that's why people go to a spa, right? Then all they've got to do is lose that weight. That's it. Well, it's not so hard to lose because you can put huge focus on it. But the it's next not thing, that you easy. know. It's not that easy because if a person gained 20 pounds, there's other things going on in their life that they need to fix, that they need to focus on, and it's not about the weight. It's right. about it's about the trauma they didn't deal with. It's about the feelings they didn't embrace. It's about right. the times they felt like they were victims when they weren't where they right. were. Right, and I said that but before, that. that the change on the the external change has to be about an internal change. But still, if you, like wanted to actually make that change, say lose 20 pounds, you would have to focus and create an internal change. It's easier to do if that's all you've got to do. If all you've got to do is focus on why you're 20 pounds overweight, it's easier to do that than if you're raising kids, running a business, and trying to lose 20 pounds. That's my excuse. I'm going to stick to it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally embracing that. (laughs) That's all I got to say. <laughs> I'm going to say, Dr. Craig said it was all right. I got issues. Yeah, well, it's true. It's true. It is all right. You know, we 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 can only take on what we're ready to take on. You know, you can only bring up the energy to change something that you're really ready to change. If If you're not really ready to change it, then you're not going to be able to find the energy for it because inertia is what's going to take over the the, 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 that desire to not change, that slow movement that prevents us from changing. I think it's I think it's uh, it's really a powerful topic because so many people would like to change so many things and yet they feel so stuck and unable to to create the change they say they want. There's that word again. I know it triggered one of my listeners to say want because from a spiritual place I understand want, but I wasn't talking about wanting like that, like in an affirmation place. I was just merely talking about what are the changes we would like to create in our life. And want is a real word that we can use to substitute. Here's my theory about want. Want is all of the ego. And the ego wants what it wants, when it wants, how it wants, where it wants, with who it wants, when it wants, for how long as it wants, and it wants it now. Right. Don't you think you could want, don't you think you really could want to change something? Like, let's say, like, you're... Let's say you're, let, I don't know, any of a number of things. I'll take something from my book. Let's say that somebody that you know is is dismissive. They're, they're, not, they're not very sensitive and they're so scattered that, 
you know, they don't pay attention to you very long, and then, whew, they're off to the next thing. I if can't you change confront them. You, I can only uh, change me. I can't change them. No, 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 I was going to ask about them. them. Honey, I was going to ask about them. So okay. let's say you confronted them, and let's say that person said that they wanted to actually change that behavior. That doesn't necessarily have to be about the ego. That's what I'm trying to say. I think there's a definition of of it that I'm talking about more like a desire, not like I want, I want, I want, like I'm a bottomless pit and I'm trying to... They will not address that issue until they come up with it themselves. If anyone in the universe says, hey, did you notice notice that you you don't know how to use a telephone? Oh, come on. They will not address it until they want to address it. I no, I I fix, believe that people though want to address those issues in order no. to have better relationships no, with other no, people. No, 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 they don't get it until they get it, and they don't get it because you got it. They got it because they got it. Yeah, That's but perfect. a lot of times people get it though when you get pissed at them. No, in my other words, if if, if somebody if, if somebody's no, in a relationship with you, and mm-hmm. and you get angry at them. They then if the relationship is important to them, then they're going to get it because they're no, going to have to live. They're going to have to have like that's no. why that that's what a part of the rub that we have against but each other. But they don't is, have the vocabulary. The vocabulary doesn't exist, and you're not speaking their language. They don't get it. No, I'm saying actually that they do. I'm suggesting that that person does have the language and I, does I can, and does I, actually want to get along with you. I can tell you that I have a girlfriend that she talks about her personal issues. God love her. She's listening. And she wants what she wants when she wants, how she wants, with who she wants. And she wants him, and she wants him now. And if you give her any feedback, she'll say, I totally, totally get it. I'm totally going to do that. And then she always, no matter what it is, goes out and does the opposite things and says, Okay, what? so do you fundamentally think that people don't change and that they don't really want to? They will grow when they're ready and when they've reached that level and, and they decide that I don't. No, no, I know that, honey. I hear you don't have to get too feisty with me. I'm just asking you, don't you think people have a desire to change? Yes, but they don't understand what it is. Like, I don't understand. when When you think that what you do doesn't stink, it's hard to figure out what it is that you're working on, you know? Right. Don't you think that change then requires a certain kind of openness to looking at who you are in an honest way? Because for me, that's what that's what intimacy is. When we're in a relationship and there's intimacy with someone else, then we actually do trust what it is that they see we don't feel like they're manipulating us or stuff like that we we're willing to grow with them right but isn't that what boundaries are when we talk about spirituality and we say well you need to set limits with people or you need to know how to set boundaries with people that boundary setting is is something that helps the other person to change because we set limits with them but that depends on who the other person is. Of Having course, it. of course. I, there are a lot of, I think, really self-serving, narcissistic people who don't really care whether they have a relationship with anybody. But that's not really who we're talking about, and those are definitely not the kinds of people that listen to a show like this. 
Well, I'm, I'm right, trying right. to say and that there's a body of people. There's a body of people who actually do want to change, and they would like to know how. Yeah, but and, but your people who want to change themselves are dealing with people who do not want to change themselves. Who, as much as they say, "I want to change, I want to grow," they're really not meaning a word of it because they just want the effect. Of, yeah, of somehow I don't think I have a lot of those people in my life, hon. Well, <laughs> somehow I don't. I feel like you know, like I think over the years I've realized that if if you if you I'd rather be around people who do want to grow. Like those are the people I feel like I surround myself with. Right. So maybe that's the other change. people. The other people fall away. They do fall and away you, because they don't really, in the end, like hearing what you have to say about what it. You're like your recommendations, like you said. You can tell your friend, "Well, you should do this," and she just gives you lip service, but then she doesn't really change anything. Over time, either over time, either she'll get tired of hearing you say it, or you'll get tired of hearing yourself say it. Because it's weird to be in that kind of theater where you're where you're asking somebody to like make a change, but they never do. I think we get really tired of that in relationships. I mean, yeah, it could take a long time, but eventually it doesn't it doesn't work out for the relationship. Right. Well, it's it's not that you want them to change to make you happy. You want no. them to change to make them happy. Correct. And it's and like about insight. Time. But you know, I have a lot of people. I have a lot of people that come to me to help them make change. That's what they come to me for as an astrologer. They're they're looking to make change and they they trust the guidance that I'm capable of offering them. And yeah, I guess they're ready, so they have a readiness to make that change and what they're really just looking for is for somebody to say what change do I need to make? What change, you know, would would help me right now and I and I sit down with them and we discuss it and help form that focus plan, you know, like, well, what can I focus on now in order to be able to make a change so that something new emerges in my life? Change is designed to create something new, right? So if you want something new, then you're going to have to embrace the idea that change needs to occur. Okay, <laughs> you can't have something new without having change. Okay, with the new full moon in Scorpio, yeah. what how best can we make changes in our lives for the people that are willing to make changes in their lives? Well, that's a good question, and I think that the, that the first answer that comes to mind is intimacy because Scorpio is nothing if not honest. You know, I mean, the idea is that they can be brutal sometimes, but inside the energy of Scorpio is the, the real big uh, insight and capacity to dig for the truth. So I think that, especially also at the beginning, I was saying that Mercury and Venus are sextile. So there's a, an amazing ability to communicate a loving kind of truth during this full moon in Scorpio. It's a communication of loving truth. Well, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, I think it's there for us. There's only a couple of minutes left to this show, so I'm going to let you go. But I love having you, and I love talking to you, and you're very stimulating, and you challenge me. And I told you I'm going to approach you once to co-host with me. All righty. Thanks, Mary Lou. All right. Bye. Bye-bye now. That was nice, but I only have about five minutes left, and I just want to be able to say that there's a change that we all want to make, and many of us are shy to make that change. And... 
or frightened of making it because of different issues that we have. And um, also we get comfortable in the way in which we've been behaving or the way in which we've been acting. And so it doesn't feel like we can necessarily make those changes, but we can. You know, we can make the changes that we want to. We have to desire it enough. We have to be willing to make the change by choice. We have to overcome inertia. We have to persevere. I know it's a little bit cheesy, but tonight I'm going to leave you with Cheryl Crow. A change will do you good. And I'll see you next Thursday on the Inside Connection.